Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds. Terminal allows us to do is pass on knowledge and, and gain knowledge from the past and, uh, and, and apply it. Whether I'm a threat to them or not, who knows? People probably didn't think I was a, a threat in 19 either, but it kind of turned out okay. Last year was, didn't know if I was, was going to play again at that time. Uh, for some reason, everything kind of came together. I kind of pushed a little bit and I was able to make the cut, which was nice. Yeah, I, I don't know how many more I have in me, just to be able to appreciate the, the, the time that I have here and cherish the memories. Yeah, yeah. With John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. We won't go into shell. We won't go into attack mode. Because that's what's required. On 1037 The Buzz. Here on 1037 The Buzz. Appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great state of Arkansas. John Neighbors, Joe Franklin, broadcasting live from the Hogsmeade Market Studios with you today. And thank you, as always, for making us a part of your afternoon. This afternoon is a Trash Talk Thursday here on Out of Bounds. And we're going to have so many things to get to. And we want to hear from you if you got a little trash talk that you'd like to throw our way. 501 661 is that number to call or to text in. You can get after us in the Asher Record Live fan feedback after me on Twitter, at BuzzJohnNeighbors. And today, we are going to be joined by Andrew Hutchison of Best of Arkansas Sports because it's a big week for transfers for Eric Musselman and basketball team. So we're going to catch up with him, see who's visiting this week, and also uh, who Arkansas is actually looking at. We're going to have Tyler Spoon, former Razorback baseball player, joining us in the 3 o'clock hour. Looking forward to catching up with him as the series against Ole Miss actually starts tonight. And so we'll talk to him about that, and it's all thanks to First Horizon Bank. We'll also uh, dive into all the things going on with the basketball team, Masters updates, all that fun stuff, too. And it's uh, pretty nice, though, here on a, on a Thursday. Got a little chillier outside here in the state of Arkansas, but whenever you can wake up and start watching the Masters and start seeing uh, the event and how it's going to go on throughout the entire day and all the drama surrounding it, it's, it's pretty awesome. And I guess it's also pretty awesome to see Victor Hovland. If you were somebody that would uh, bet on him, so far, so good, as he is just uh, wrecking right now, as he's 7-under. So, lots of time left, obviously, but definitely off to a good start if you're Victor Hovland, that's for sure. Great for uh, first round, but, you know, as they say, you can't win the tournament in the first round, but you can definitely lose it. So, it is better to get off to those hot starts and not start behind and uh, be plus in the uh, in the category and, uh, you know, just go out and play some good golf. So, mm-hmm. this is the time to get it in. And if you make the cut, the weather is going to change. So you want to be able to play as much good golf right now as you can. Well, he's got a sweet shirt on, too. I, I can tell you that. Uh, definitely definitely going with the good looks there as well. So Seven under. Yeah, killing Amazing. it. Amazing. Killing it. And uh, I guess now at this point in time, he's through 14 holes. So he's still got a few left. Uh, but he's at the leaderboard at seven under. Then you have Brooks Kepka, who's actually four under at this point in time. He's through eight holes. So he's, he's just getting started. Hadn't even got to the back nine yet. Uh, but he's off to a strong start. And you have a few people that are tied at three under. Shane Lowry, Seamus Power, Xander, uh, as well as John Rahm and Sam Bennett. And uh, the list goes on down from there. And for those of you uh, who are Tiger Woods fans, uh, yeah, Tiger, uh, it, it just you could tell there's certain things about it. It's just like I think it was earlier, and I forgot which hole it was, but when he went on a drive, you could tell something was just not not totally right with him. You know, still trying to battle through the injury and even said, his leg and after that car accident is hurting more now than it did um, a year ago, which uh, is not great, but he says his endurance is, is much more improved. But he's sitting at three over, uh, which is tied for 63rd. So not a not a great start for Tiger, but still. You got today, you got uh, a few more holes and obviously uh, a few more rounds if uh, you're at least able to make the cut. But we'll keep you updated 
on uh, everything going on with the Masters. And it, it's got some, it's something i got to remember, too, because I, I feel like I always forget, and there's no reason for it. But it's on ESPN for the first two days, and then CBS the next two days. And, you know, it's, it's you always get the Masters promos and everything with CBS so often because of the college basketball things. And when you're watching, you just think it's always on there. But, no, it's like... ESPN has some rights to it as well, and then CBS takes over during the uh, more meaningful days, and obviously when the champion is announced there on Sunday, too. That's how it is with most tournaments, and uh, the majors sometimes are different, but most tournaments, they start off on ESPN, Golf Channel, and then they'll go to another network, NBC, Fox, CBS. Yeah, it's, I love it, though. Like it's, I mean, it shows how important it is to people and how many people watch it when everyone's kind of fighting over it and wanting, uh, wanting to have at least a portion of the event on their station too so uh but yeah we'll give you updates on that and also of course as was mentioned with razorback basketball another show and another uh announcement in this case i guess two announcements technically for guys that are currently on the roster for the razorback basketball team i will say it was a little surprising to me not in a bad way and not in a way of just like saying it was the most shocking thing ever but just a little bit of a surprise that yesterday, late last night, I wouldn't say late, late last night, but middle of the evening, Jalen Graham announces, put up a little video, a little cool graphic video and all that on Twitter and social media that he will be returning to the University of Arkansas next year. And it is confirmed because Razorback Basketball official Twitter account and all that said, yeah, and they retweeted it and they said he's back all that. So it's not like, oh, he's wanting to come back. He puts it out. But is he really wanting? No, it's, it's for sure. He's coming back. And, I, again, I was just a little surprised by it. I thought he'd be somebody that wanted to take a, a different approach, different direction, maybe go to a place that he was going to play a little bit more or maybe be featured a little bit more. But uh, whatever it was that he had his talks with Coach Muss and the staff, and obviously what he wants to do is try his hand and coming back to Arkansas once again next season. It was uh, seeing some of the comments saying that, oh, this is great, and they are excited about Jalen Graham returning. Well, Jalen Graham didn't get a lot of playing time, so is he returning and you're going to see the same type of output? Is he going to come back and play four minutes a game? Or is he going to get a bigger role on the team that's coming in? And, of course, we're going to see this team continue to change. But we know that he's a guy that can score, but he has to be on the floor to be able to score. Well, this is what, again, we won't know the specifics in going into it unless uh, you know some sort of press conference or maybe... Uh, some sort of conversation that's had with those who are in the know with Jalen Graham in that situation. But you would think that whatever it is that he talked to Muss or talked to the coaching staff about, they see something in him. They like what he is able to do. And they like him enough to say, hey, if you come back, if you develop, if you do these things and get better at this, you know, you're going to be somebody that we're really going to count on on next year's team. And whatever that was said was enough for Jalen Graham, who – I know he's uh, up there as far as an upperclassman, but for him to say, okay, I like what you're telling me, I like being here, I like being coached by y'all, and I like the culture that we have, and I want to be a part of this team again, so I'm going to come back. Whatever it was, both of them were sold on, and both of them would believe in one another, and you know, I, I don't think it was something to where, I would again, I would be surprised if it was something like, hey, well, you know, you're going to come back, but just know that if you come back next year, you know, you're going to... You're going to be fighting for minutes, just like you did this past year, where you were only averaging 9.4 minutes a contest. It's probably something like, hey, if you develop these things and you get better at these things, not only will you uh, be a part of our team next year, but you could be somebody that really increases their production and their minutes and what we're trying to do as a team as well. That would be my assumption. Yeah, the conversation, of course, they're going to have those types of conversations about what the outlook is, but there's nothing that's guaranteed, and we've seen that with must and must coach teams you have a plan but it's all about what happens once you get into the flow of the game and and go from there so now he's going to be a guy who uh, is going to be an upperclassman an experienced player and now you have him and trevin brazil uh, as well as bay fall kind of being the guys that are the bigs down low Uh, at least confirmed on the team and the mitchell twins the reason i didn't include them is because it hasn't been said one way or another and whether or not they're coming back next year or not. Uh, so we'll wait and see on that. But we do know that with those three individuals that are for sure going to be on the team next year, you have uh, a lot of pieces to work with. you you got some great offense and, and, and what Jalen Graham brings. We know Trevin Brazil is very versatile. And we know uh, a guy like Bay Fall, uh, 
five-star McDonald's All-American, has a lot of raw potential. So nice little gr- good group to work with and with the whole Hunter Dickinson thing as they're meeting with him or uh, talking with him via Zoom. Looks like they're trying to add, maybe if it's Hunter Dickinson, maybe he's the exception, but still trying to get a little bit more size or at least one more guy down there to be able to add to the mix and trying to be that big physical team that uh, they've been struggling against in the NCAA tournament maybe kind of turn it around a little bit and have some physicality for themselves. The more size you can get, the better, and that was something that Arkansas had coming into this season, but it does get to a point of where you are fighting for those minutes, and that's what they want. They want competition within the roster, and they want the team on the floor that's going to give them the best chance to win. Trevin Brazil was someone that was really excited about Jalen Graham returning. So they have a good friendship. They like working together, like playing together on the court. And he was really excited about the fact that Jalen Graham is going to be returning. Yeah, he tweeted out, uh, Trevin Brazil, that is, said, nah, this is the one I've been waiting on. So, yeah, he was excited about it, and which makes it so fascinating, too, because if it wasn't for Trevin Brazil going out with an injury that was season-ending, how much of Jalen Graham would we have seen? You know, because we didn't see much of him at all before the uh, the Trevin Brazil injury. And then afterwards, it just makes you wonder with the Mitchell twins and with Kamani and uh, with the other guys that they were putting in there too. Would Jalen Graham had been able to find uh, at least a little bit more of a role, or at least the same type of role, same type of minutes, same type of production that he was able to put forth? Probably not. But uh, the fact that Trevin Brazil is excited about, it, the team's excited about, it, and the coaches wanted him back again, shows me that there's something there. There's something there that they like. There's something there that they want to work with him on, and uh, they're excited to bring him back, too. And, I, again, I think it's great. I, I like Jalen Graham. I like his game. And I think that in this day and age when you can just, you know, go anywhere if you're not playing the amount of minutes that you want to and, you know, try to find a new start there, the fact that he's saying, hey, I want to work at it here, this is where I want to be, is, is a pretty cool thing, is too. So I'm, I'm excited about it. And also, maybe not uh, as huge a news, or at least didn't get the same – uh, reaction from people, but Joseph Pinion is also someone who announced uh, via social media that he will be back and will be playing for Arkansas next season. Because we talked about those freshmen that were on the bench and didn't play too much between Pinion and Ford and Dunning. What are they going to do? Well, at least in this case, Pinion says, I, I'm coming back next year and I'm going to be a part of this team too. So that's another one that we at least know what the future holds or what they're going to be doing next year. And Pinion being on the team should be a good thing, too, especially if he can continue to develop as well. And it is to that point where pretty much every player on the roster has to announce their intentions because we know that the roster is forever changing. And it's not that, you know, you can assume anybody is going to be on that roster next year. And that's why you see a case of everybody pretty much saying, yeah, I'm in, or not saying anything to the moment, and we're waiting to hear from them. Yeah, that's that's what cracks me up is we've changed so much as for a sport, which, again, it's not bad. But it is funny where, because of the ever-changing rosters, and we know with Arkansas, especially under Musselman, it is ever-changing. It's like we have to wait and see what you're going to do. It's not just assumption, oh, well, you know, he's a freshman, he'll be back next year. It's like, no, 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 we need to know for sure. You need to tell us on Twitter what you're going to do. So that way we know. And we know what's uh, going forth with you on that, too. But uh, it was great news, though, for Jalen Graham. I'm excited about it. Can't wait to see him back. And we know this is going to be a big week for Razorback basketball and some of the uh, other visits that they're going to be having, too. But we're just getting started here on Out of Bounds, and we want to hear from you. What would you make of the news from Jalen Graham returning? Are you excited about it, or are you not so excited about it? Well, just let us know, 501-661-1037. We'll take a commercial break, and we'll come back with more Out of Bounds here on Trash Talk Thursday, so stay with us. Interior, exterior, commercial, and residential painting. Hire the pros at Serta Pro Painters. Get your free estimate at SertaPro.com. That's Serta with a C. Sports Center. Arkansas baseball gets back to action today as they face Ole Miss and Oxford. Dave Van Horn spoke to the media about the matchup. Obviously, we're just going to try to win Thursday. We want to win the series. They're in a situation where they need to win a series in the worst way, and they could flip it real quick. And you just you just got to play solid and we'll do everything.
everything we can to win that first game go from there. First pitch is set for 6.30. Coverage can be heard on the buzz. The Arkansas Travelers begin their season tonight on the road against the Corpus Christi Hooks. Coverage for every game this season can be heard on 106.7 Buzz 2. First pitch tonight is set for 7.05. And the Masters started this morning. For updates on it, stay tuned to the buzz all day. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. This is Pat Bradley for my friends at Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union in Benton. You've heard me talking about Casasa free checking accounts in the past. Well, I want to remind you that your money can make you money. You can earn a great interest rate with free checking account and earn up to 3% APY each month and never pay a foreign ATM fee again. Details are online at alcoacommunityfcu.org. Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union in Benton, now serving Grant, Garland, Hot Spring, and Perry Counties. Edwards Food Giant presents Razorback Baseball color analyst and Drop Time Sports co-host Rick Schaefer every Tuesday morning on Morning Mayhem. Rick will share his special take on Razorback sports with the guys each week. Edwards Food Giant, the meat people, the only stop you'll ever have to make for your family's groceries. All About Tire Break Tire Pros makes automotive service and tire buying simpler, always treating customers like family. All About Tire Break Tire Pros is family owned and operated, built on honesty and friendly service. Stop in today to shop our wide selection of Continental and General Tires, all backed by a nationwide warranty. All About Tire Break Tire Pros, service like your daddy used to get. Stop in today or online at allabouttireandbrake.com. Every day, we do one thing, and we do it at the highest level. We formed Arkansas Urology more than 25 years ago. And ever since, our world-class team has gained experience and expertise in every aspect of urology. Today, you'll find our state-of-the-art facilities across Arkansas, where the latest technologies are used in innovative ways by skilled specialists who are dedicated to one thing, improving lives every day. Schedule your appointment at ArkansasUrology.com. Let's be real. Mopping is a hassle. You have to fill the bucket. Pushing a wet, heavy mop around. Then cleaning the mop when you're done so it doesn't grow bacteria. A hassle on top of a hassle. Try Swiffer WetJet. With Swiffer WetJet, you start with a fresh pad and cleaning solution every time. And when you're done, you just toss the pad. Swiffer WetJet. The faster, easier, cleaner way to clean your floors. Whether you own a local business or a global one, you're always looking for ways to position your operation to create opportunities and move on them faster. With Bank of America, you get access to experts, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter, locally and globally. Visit bankofamerica.com slash bankingforbusiness to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Copyright 2023, Bank of America, N.A. The guys had a great day celebrating six years with Elia's Mexican Grill. Friday, they're on the road at Triple C. The Gravely Mowers Spring Tour continues. We've got baseball and softball for the Hogs to talk about. Also, it's Masters Weekend. That's coming up on tomorrow's Morning Mayhem, 6 to 10 a.m., right here on The Buzz. Fire up the grill this summer with the highest quality of meats from Hogs Meat Market and their new location off JFK Boulevard in North Little Rock. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. 18 to shoot. Brazil drives. Whoa! What a throwdown on Broden lead. Dude, what an incredible wow. athletic move oh by Brazil. Oh, my goodness. That sports center play right there to the right. He crawled right on top of him and just dunked it on his head. He, he was at least two and a half feet above that rim. Wow. On 103.7 The Buzz. It is a Trash Talk Thursday here on Out of Bounds. Folks, as we know, uh, a lot of things to talk about today is uh, 
give you a Masters update here in a bit. But uh, on our first Arkansas Bank and Trust text line, because we're talking about Jalen Graham coming back, and uh, as well as Joseph Pinion, uh, this uh, came from the 501, asked where Jalen Graham is from. And he's actually from Phoenix, Arizona. So we went to our Arizona State. And they said, dang, he's a long ways from home. It's like, well, yeah, I mean, it's not too far, but yeah. Uh, considering, uh, you know, that's you got a few players on the roster that, you know, not everybody was just really close. And sometimes you you have it that way. Because uh, Kamani Johnson, what, he was from the New, New York, York area. Yeah, so, I mean, you, you had guys that were from all over the place. And it's a little easier to get to and fro home, uh, depending on where you're at. But I'm sure it's not too uh, difficult to get to Phoenix from Fayetteville or from Arkansas, at least. Uh, if that's the case. Also, uh, from a different 501, says, Graham returning and your response reminds me of the phrase, things that make you go, hmm. Well, I don't know if that means makes you go, hmm, in a good way or in a bad way, but uh, I also saw Joe, and I actually just retweeted it, take it for what it is, but we're talking about the other freshman. Barry Dunning is one of those from Alabama where, you know, he didn't play much at all this year. (laughs) Uh, Like, I mean, literally... And if you would have just watched in Spain when they played over there, and that was all you watched, you're like, man, this guy's going to be a huge contributor because he did play a lot of minutes there. But as far as all the three freshmen that were riding the bench with Pinion, Ford, and Dunning, Dunning was by far the one that played the least. Yeah, far. absolutely. And then even going back to, like you mentioned, playing overseas, but whenever the pro players, whenever they went to Fayetteville to train, they all mentioned Barry Dunning and said they really like being on the floor with him. They liked his game. Mm-hmm. They like how he shared the ball. And you thought, based off what they had to say about him, that he would be a big part of the team. But he wasn't. But here's the thing, and I feel like this is as close of a sauce, if you will, or a source, that you could get. But his mom, Helen Dunning, on Twitter, somebody tweeted at, him, or tweeted at her saying, hey, go." You know, she was excited about Jalen Graham coming back, and they said, can't wait to see Barry Dunning back year two. That's what they tweeted at her. She says, I am so excited, too. You're going to love his style of play next year. We can't wait. Thank you. <laughs> so, for whatever that's worth, whatever that's worth, uh, at least his, uh, Barry Dunning's mom is saying that he's going to be back next year that on the team. That was a unique so. way about going you know, to her and going about it. To see if he was going to return. Yeah, yeah. That's, I mean, that's and it thing, paid off. That's thing. That's with social, a response. That's social media, man. They'll uh, you can you can really dive into the depths of getting some good information, some good nuggets on that. Uh, but if that's any indication, though, then it looks like uh, Dunning's going to be returning. But you know, there's only so many scholarships you're going to have and for then next again, year. She could be playing the game. You know, she's not going to give anything away. That's true. She says, "I'm excited too, and uh, you are going to love his style of play." But she didn't say at Arkansas. You know, it could have been, you know, been love a style of play somewhere else. But I said, we're splitting hairs here. We're, we're getting away. That, but uh, first, Arkansas Bay Trust text line, uh, this comes from the 501, says, I've always been a Jalen Graham fan, but do you see him on a national championship team? Well, I don't even know what the team's going to look like next year. So I don't know. Uh, I mean, you would have to ask the question, is Arkansas yeah. a national championship team? Or are you talking about him playing for UConn next year? What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, I mean. I, I, I don't know. Again, I, I, if you have a roster that start getting built in a really cool way and uh, in an effective way, we'll see. But we don't even know who's going to be on this team next year at all. But, and, you know, really to answer that uh, in all seriousness, he is a guy that could contribute mm-hmm. to a really good team and a team that could go far in the NCAA tournament. But we know what his strengths and his weaknesses are. And his strength is offense around the basket. His weakness is maybe not being able to defend players around the basket. But that's what the offseason's for. That's what's development for. And here's the thing. I love Jalen Graham, too. Yes, work on defense, work on rebound. Also, work on free throws, my man. You shot 37% from the free throw line this year. Can't have that, Not dude. Not sure that that's anything that he can improve. Now, he can put in the work and, you know, shoot a bunch of free throws. But sometimes it's something with the mechanics where some players just aren't good free throw shooters. And... It becomes mental also. So there are just some players, they can put in plenty of work. They never become great free throw shooters or even good, decent free throw shooters. Yeah, because that would be all I'm asking. And it, it was weird, too, because he hasn't been good uh, in his college career. So it's not like, oh, this year was the anomaly. But this year was by far his worst free throw shooting season 
that he's ever had. So, I mean, it's just, again, you, you want to at least, at least get to over 50%. At least make at least one of two. Get to that point to make me feel a little bit better about it. But, yeah. Uh, also, uh, from the 501, where he's saying things that make me go home, he says, in a good way, perhaps Coach Muss is putting more meat on Graham and developing his defensive skills. Well, that's, uh, that's what you're hoping for, and I'm sure that that's something they're going to try to develop on him, too. And then uh, from the 870, it says, talk about, y'all talk about Darian Ford. He's a baller, but does he get to stay or does he go somewhere else? You would uh, think with uh, all these freshmen and uh, not necessarily including Barry Dunning, but now it seems like maybe that is the case. But with Pinion and Ford, you would think that they would give it some more time. And Pinion has already said he's returning, but... You would think those guys would give it more time and give it at least another year, another go at it to see kind of where they stand, you know, being able to contribute with his roster and college basketball as a whole before they make any decisions and want to move on to other places. But you would think they come back another year and, uh, and see where they go from there. Because right now, at this point in time, and this is where it gets kind of crazy with the scholarships and everything, Nick Smith Jr. and Ricky Council are the only two for sure that are gone and not coming back, or at least have not indicated that they could come back. Devo is, is is testing the waters, but has said that he could come back there too. But you have Brazil back, you have Graham back, you have Pinion back, you have, uh, of course, also, let's be honest, Anthony Black's gone, so we don't even need to uh, do with that. The big one's going to be waiting on is Jordan Walsh, uh, just trying to figure out what he's doing, as well as the Mitchell twins. So those are kind of the ones that... Uh, we're waiting on right now the most to see uh, what they do. But we also know, and this is something we'll talk with Andrew Hutchinson later in the show, this is a big week where they're hosting quite a few visitors into the transfer portal. So they're looking to add guys. But does that mean some guys are going to have to leave and go somewhere else? Or, or what, you know, what could it be? But uh, you know, that's the thing that uh, is making this uh, so chaotic. And, of course, yesterday, again, with the Hunter Dickinson deal of him meeting with Razorbacks and then Coach Muss on Zoom, Got everybody fired up thinking, oh, man, here we go. This is it. Got, got a chance at Hunter Dickinson, which would be great, but let's not get crazy with it. With Jalen Graham also, you wonder, um, of course, he transferred into Arkansas, but you wonder if he was second-guessing that and questioning it, you know, as the season went on because he's a guy that played 24 minutes a game prior to coming to Arkansas, and then he played less than 10 minutes a game at Arkansas. So that's a big dip in production as far as the minutes on the floor. Yeah, that's over. I mean, you're talking about going for that's less than half, or I guess more than half getting cut from your minutes in production from where you were at. So, yeah, that's, that's a good point, too. Asher Record Life Fan Feedback, uh, this comes from Hawkfan, says, if you guys remember Jackson Robinson was talking in this, uh, about this year's roster until he wasn't, and then we had to make, move, move, uh, make room for Ricky Council in mid-May. So yeah, I do remember that. That's what I'm saying. Like it, if it's almost like once if these guys say they're coming back, and then the Razorback Twitter account and everything like retweets it or says it, then you can kind of get an idea that it's it's for sure, and that's something that has been discussed. So at least that's how I look at it. Also, uh, Ricardo says if Graham plays more minutes next season, then something terrible happened in the portal, and then recruiting makes no sense on his part. So <laughs> okay, all right, well. I mean, I don't know if it'll be something completely and totally went wrong in the portal. I think Graham has a good upside. Like, he's got elements to his game that could be really good, folks. Like, I understand that. Like, am I saying he's going to come in and be a, a double-double guy and go for 18 and 10 every game? No, but my goodness, it's not like he was just absolutely abysmal. 501 on First Arkansas Bank and Trust Tech Sign says, with this new one-time free transfer, guys are going to have to think harder about transferring. That's true, too. That's true, but it's not just the guys that are trying to be transferring. It's also... Teams, do they want them on the team? It's it's a mutual thing. Not every player that transfers is transferring because they want to. Not everybody's doing that. Now, there are a lot of them, maybe even half of them that are. But in some cases, it's because they get told to transfer out because they will not have a role on the team, and that team needs that scholarship. That, that's, a lot of, uh, that's a lot of something that you have to think about in those particular cases. Uh, 479 said, what was Graham's points per minute? Uh, I'd have to look up the exact stat there, too. But I do know that uh, when he was averaging 9.8 points per game, or 9.8 minutes per game, he only averaged about 5.6 points per game. So, you know, take that for, for what it is. But it is crazy to think when Jalen Graham had, what was it, that 28-point, 26-28-point performance against Florida, where he was just virtually unstoppable down low. So, 
again, he, he's got he's got elements to him to where he could he could step up and have some have some big games like that. But we will wait and see on that too. So, uh, I'll give you a Masters update real quick, which which by the way I know it's talking about on the zone, but it's a, it's a shame that Will Zalatoris and Kevin Na had to withdraw, uh, especially from the Zalatoris deal and uh, with him finishing second in his Masters debut back in 2021. Uh, but uh, Zal had to had a withdrawal and uh, with the Simmons Bank connections and everything like that, too, uh, dealing with some sort of injury. But, yeah, that was a shame, having to see him withdraw from, from the event because uh, he's a young and up-and-coming golfer and know he has connections here in the state of Arkansas, too. But uh, he will not be participating the rest of the way. Yeah, anytime you miss an opportunity to play in a major and finish the tournament, they, it is a missed opportunity, so... Um, but you know he'll he'll get other chances. Oh yeah, uh, Victor Hovland still leading the way, seven under. He's through fifteen. And shout out now to Xander because he is five under. He is in second through fifteen as well. You know we had Will Gray on yesterday, and remember we asked him like which golfer do you kind of thinking about that not many people are talking about to possibly win it, and he said Xander. Now again it's really early, but he's off to a really good start, so that might be uh, someone to watch. But he's a uh, He's five under and uh, getting it done. In fact, Shane Lowry, who's four under, he's he's finished his day already. He's tied for third. And then uh, Scott Stallings is also finished. He is two under and uh, tied for 12th there as well. So uh, Fred Couples, Patrick Reed, both one under. They're finished for the day. And also, uh, let's see, Mike Ware, Taylor Gooch, and Kevin Kissner are all finished on the day as well. They broke even uh, on today, too. So yeah, a few... Uh, few n- names of note there as well but uh you know Zalatoris going back to him like it, it was it was crazy to think about the story that he had and of course you know finishing second and uh that's I just hope that he is not and I'm saying, not saying he will be but I just feel like there's always times though where if a golfer has a really good day or a really good weekend and a major event whether they win it or whether they like get really close then a lot of people start throwing it at him and saying, oh, this guy's the next big thing, this guy's the next Tiger, next Rory, next whatever. And I really hope that if somebody new wins it in, in this event or somebody younger wins it, somebody comes out of nowhere and wins it, whatever it may be, that people don't start doing that. Which Because it, I feel like that's so unfair, man. Like you're, You know how tough it is? It's tough to win at any level and in any sport, but when you're talking about something like golf and doing a four-day deal and then at the Masters, if you win one... And everyone's like, this is the next thing. It's like, I don't know. I just feel like that's such an unfair expectation, an unfair thing to put on somebody, especially when they're so young and still have so much in front of them, too. Everybody wants to be the first. They want to be able to project. So it does make sense to uh, see a little bit more and see these guys maybe win five majors or so before, or, you know, four, something like that, three, four, before you even mention their name in that conversation. But everybody wants to be first to say that, you know, we saw something in this guy before everybody else saw it, and that's why you do see those comparisons and projections whenever they win, you know, a couple, or you see them on track and playing really good. So, yeah, I'm with you. You need to wait until they win, like, five <laughs> majors, and uh, especially if they do it, like, early, and they do it uh, pretty consistently. Then, at that point, I could start seeing, okay, you know, you start bringing up the, the numbers and where they could end up, and you know, what they can end up doing. Because, you know, Tiger, for instance, Tiger's got 15 majors, and it's over the span of his career. And you think about how he won 14 of those majors from what was, I guess, 97 to 2008, so 11-year span. I mean, that still is one of the most incredible things you'd ever see. But think about how difficult and how rare that was for someone like that to do it in that short a span. If somebody just wins one, like, no, you need a few more, a few more before you... Uh, start making those comparisons and getting to that point there too. So, uh, but I mean, we, listen. It, I know that Tiger is he's getting older in age. People are looking for, is, and you know, you bring up somebody being right about, hey, I called it that I, that was the person I said. I also wonder if there's an element too where people are knowing that, hey, Tiger has brought so much attention to the game and so much, ra- all the ratings and all the money and all and everything that once he's gone. Some people may feel like there's an element that that will go missing, so maybe they're also trying to find someone who will be larger than the game itself, Where whether it's uh, through endorsements or through commercials or through just being a face of the sport to where people will come and watch it regardless of what event it is because of that one individual, similar to what people did with Tiger Woods because 
he brought in so many new golf fans because of his dominance and because of his persona. As Not well. sure that that'll be recreated. It's probably going to be more of a collective group group of golfer golfers, which. That's what it was before Tiger. So, yeah. you know, everybody's gotten spoiled with the fact that Tiger was this extreme talent that you hadn't seen in a long time, but it was a group of golfers before that. That's probably what it's going to return to. Now, there are several good young golfers, and you see them step up and they can win tournaments at any time, and it's not that there are one or two that are dominating the sport. And, you know, that's... That's the way it really has always been. Jack was maybe one of those guys that you can say he had a chance to win every tournament he played in, but there were still a group of players playing at the same time as Jack that they were all really good golfers. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I know. And it's it's like uh, when this era comes to an end for Tiger, you know, there will be a lot of great golfers that are here now. And, of course, with the whole live tour thing, and we'll see how that plays out over the next few years too. Uh, if anything will come from that, if they'll finally just get over it or if it'll separate, whatever it may be. But there'll be some sort of some sort of distraction or at least some sort of distinction between the two that will move on. But I, I've always felt like with certain sporting events, like, for instance, you could even take the Women's College Basketball Championship this past, uh, this past Sunday. Now, a lot of people will maybe not watch women's basketball again or maybe not watch that event again, but they came to it because of the star power that was in it. And maybe they brought in some new fans, people that didn't give it a chance before, but because of that star power, they're like, okay, I'm going to watch this now, and I'm going to be, I'm going to enjoy watching it and everything. But star power drives everything, especially in sports that are continuing to try to grow and trying to you know, fight for uh, the attention of so many sports fans. The star power is what brings people in. Like, yeah, it could be the, the great games or... Uh, at least the great matchups, but drama, stories, and stars are always going to be the thing that brings people in. So uh, I think if golf can continue to develop and have a bunch of superstars or at least stars that are fighting for something and trying to be, or even dominance like Tiger was, just have somebody that's really dominant for a period of time. People are going to come in because they want to see and they want to look at it because everyone's talking about it and they want to be missing out on what everyone's talking about too. Yeah, and um, they know also... And Tiger has addressed this, that he's not going to be playing at a certain level for much longer. He knows that he's on on the backside of uh, even being the face and being the focus of some of these tournaments. So everybody wants to see who that next person is going to be and uh, who they can really talk up as far as continuing to grow the game. But once again, it probably is going to be a group of players as opposed to one or two that you can say, Oh, these are by far the best players in the world. Yeah, I mean, listen, I'm going to still watch the Masters regardless, even when Tiger's gone, because even when Tiger wasn't playing in it and was dealing with his injuries and everything, still watched it. Like, there's still the people that are going to be out there that will watch it no matter who's in it, no matter what's going on, just because of the quality that it is, and they're golf fans. Like, it's all, it all makes sense, and it's all great. Uh, but, you know, there, there's no reason to feel like the golf is just going to start dying, like, immediately once Tiger's out or... Uh, that it's just going to go where nobody's watching it and it's not going to be on TV as much. That's not anywhere that's going to be a problem, or at least it shouldn't be. Also, uh, real quick before we take a commercial break, first, uh, or I'll ask your record life and feedback. This comes from Hippie Hog. says uh, about our in-state freshmen. I feel like these in-state guys declared their intentions to beat Must to the punch so that the fans understand why they they wanted to stay just in case they are asked to leave. <laughs> so, man. That's an inter- interesting way to go about it also. Wouldn't that be something? That, that would be extremely disappointing if that ended up happening, which I'm not saying it's impossible and it won't, but, man, I would not. I, I would feel very awkward and uncomfortable if that was the case. It's like, oh yeah, they announced you're coming back. Actually, you're not. You got to move on. And then there's this like, well, what happens? Like, I wanted to come back. They didn't want me. And then it just turns into this whole thing. So, but that could that could be the case. That could be the case. But we'll have to wait and see. We're up against it though. We have what's trending in the world of sports coming up next. Get to some of the headlines that are going on, not only in golf and in basketball, but throughout all of sports. And we'll keep it moving here on a Trash Talk Thursday on Out of Bounds. Stay with us. important is 
price when buying tires. Maybe for you, it's what drives you to choose your tire store. How important is service? And what about choosing a tire store that is locally and family-owned? What if I told you that your local, family-owned Big O Tires in Conway and Cabot can offer you the most competitive pricing with the caring service that you expect from your neighbor? Right now, we have huge savings on our most popular sets of tires to keep you and your family safe on the road. Tires, service, and straight talk. Big O Tires. Today is the day. After countless hours of research, cutting back expenses, and nine months of anxiously waiting for her, today is the day you finally bring home your new car. It's also the day to protect her with an auto policy from Shelter Insurance. Our policies are competitively priced and include new car replacement coverage if anything were to happen to your new baby. See Dan Cook in North Little Rock, Steve Fisher in Stuttgart, or Jay Vandover in Little Rock. Back in 1953, Whit Davis and his wife started Whit Davis Lumber Company. 70 years and four stores later, this family-owned business is still going strong. During their 70th anniversary sale, you'll find unbeatable deals on a variety of products. But if you're looking to score a deal on a grill, now's the time. They're offering $70 off any grill purchase now through April 15th. Go see my friends at Whit Davis and Jacksonville Cabot Green Bar and Sherwood during their 70th anniversary sale going on now through April 15th. Let's be real. Mopping is a hassle. You have to fill the bucket, pushing a wet, heavy mop around, then cleaning the mop when you're done so it doesn't grow bacteria. A hassle on top of a hassle. Try Swiffer WetJet. With Swiffer WetJet, you start with a fresh pad and cleaning solution every time. And when you're done, you just toss the pad. Swiffer WetJet, the faster, easier, cleaner way to clean your floors. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Hi, I'm Rick Pennington of Lions Drug. We have great news. Generic Cialis is now available at a huge savings. We have Tadalafil, the FDA-approved generic of Cialis, in a 20-milligram tablet at a savings of up to 80%. We have the 5-milligram daily tablets for less than $3 a pill. Lions Drug continues to be your go-to pharmacy for men's health. What are you waiting for? Call us today at 844-676-2247 or go to our website at Lions Drug. Bradford Marine and ATV is proud to announce their all-new loyalty discount program at all six Bradford Marine and ATV statewide locations. Now through April 30th, your old tracker, sun tracker, ranger, Tahoe, nitro, or Regency boat could earn you up to $2,000 off your new fiberglass ranger or nitro bass boat. Don't delay. This loyalty offer ends April 30th and is available now at Bradford Marine and ATV locations statewide. Bradford Marine, your authorized tracker dealer. See you for details. Hey folks, Wild Bill with Motorsports Authority right here in beautiful Hot Springs. Plus our location in Russellville, folks. I got Magic Mark sitting here beside me. You've been buying a lot of cars. The best inventory mark in a long, long time. That's right, Bill. We've looked in every nook and cranny and we've got the best inventory we've ever had. And don't forget, we buy cars. Come shop with us where your income tax return will go further at any one of our locations located in Hot Springs and in Russellville. And as always, you can visit us online at msastore.com. It's not just about the size of the meat, it's about where you get it from. So get it from Hogs Meat Market in North Little Rock. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Josenberger leads at first with one away, reached on an air. Here's the 3-2 on Wagner. Josenberger taking off, hit high in the air, and struck well. Deep to right center field. Dylan Cruz going back, leaps up at the wall, and it's out of here. A two-run jack. Jared Wagner depositing his 10th bomb of the year, 41st of the season for the Hawks, and they strike first and in a hurry. On 103.7 The Buzz. If you're shopping for a vehicle, you want to get to Guadney Chevrolet. Guadney has the best deals in the market. 
It's been doing it 60 plus years. Give them a call, 501-982-2102. Great deals at Guadney right now and always. It's truck season, so the deals continue with no payments for 90 days, 0% interest on 22 Silverados, 1.9% on Equinox when financing with GM and a well-qualified buyer. Pre-owned vehicles, they're going to put you in vehicles that are good enough for mom. They're not going to put you in a vehicle that they wouldn't feel comfortable putting their own mom in. Make a trip to the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville. Shop them online, guadneychevrolet.com. You can see all the deals, the cash allowances, the rebates, even appraise a vehicle. See just how much it's worth. They're giving thousands over book value, whether you trade that vehicle in or you sell it directly to Guadney Chevrolet. Guadney is always actively buying vehicles, so they're going to give you a great deal on that vehicle that you trade in or sell. And if you need to schedule a service, you can do that. They have convenient service hours throughout the week. Also, Saturday, 7 a.m. until noon, in case you can't make it throughout the week, it's Guadney Chevrolet, Arkansas's number one Chevy dealer, Guadney Chevrolet, GuadneyChevrolet.com. It is a Trash Talk Thursday here on Out of Bounds. We'll get to what's training in the world of sports in just a second. Had a texter, though, in the first Arkansas Bank Trust text line. says, Tiger Woods ever won all three majors in one year. Well, there's four majors, but he did win three of four majors in one year, and that was in the year 2000, uh, which, of course, uh, was the early potter of his career, and that's when people really started to recognize, hey, this is a, this is a whole new animal, as uh, he was able to win the U.S. Open, the Open Championship, and the PGA Championship all in that year. And then in 99, he actually won the PGA Championship as well. So he won four in a row, but as far as Tiger's one year, yeah, the, he was killing it, just absolutely killing it. And again, it, it's, you know, there's guys out there that are, would just die to have one major, you know, just winning one. And this dude was over here winning three in a year. Just again, just, you'll never see somebody else like him ever again. It's just awesome. Uh, for, okay, here we go. Before we go to what's training the world of sports, Navy Mike's on. What's up, Navy? Hey, what's up, John? And uh, what's up, Joe? Um, you know, um, can, can you guys hear me? I, I think it was breaking off when Joe answered. Got you. Can you guys yes. hear me? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you know, uh, thoughts and prayers to all the people affected by the tornadoes uh, down there. I'm, I'm actually, I'm in Milwaukee, but, I, you know, obviously I've got family down in Arkansas and um, friends down there in Little Rock, and uh, they're all right and everything, but a lot of people are hurting and suffering and uh, lost a lot. Um, as, as far as tornadoes go, I, I, you know, honestly, I, I mean, I, I can speak in generalities here, but I guess I can speak for myself too. It's like, like when a tornado siren goes off, I guess, you know, a lot of people just walk outside their door and they look up at the sky and say, well, where is it? You know, but instead of jumping in a cellar, um, you know, but it, it's kind of like a mental thing where you can't, your mind, your mind just won't wrap around the fact that you can actually get hit by it until it's like ripping the roof off your house above your head. Um, you know, cause I was, a ki- I remember when I was a kid back in the early, uh, the mid nineties when that F3 tornado ripped right down Garrison Avenue in, um, Fort Smith. Um, now obviously I, I live in Clarksville, I've been there, but, uh, you know, it was only 45 minutes down on the interstate and, um, you know, my buddies or my, or me and my family would go down there at least, uh, every other weekend. And I, I saw the, like the raw power that, you know, nature has firsthand like what it can do like the mercilessness that mother nature can can wreak on us and, and that's what made it real like you you see you see pictures on tv about it and videos of damage and and that is real but it's not real it's, it's not like looking at it with your own eyes and seeing it just wash over you just the just the carnage you know and, and um like i said i, I thought some prayers I, I pray for those guys down there and, uh, Little Rock's a strong community, though. You know, they're going to come together. They're going to help each other out. We're going to, you know, they're going to get stuff done, and they'll get past this, you know? Yeah, they will. They absolutely will. We appreciate you uh, calling in, Navy. Yep, and that's all I got, guys, and uh, y'all take care, man. All right, appreciate it, Navy. Thanks for calling in, man. New Life Church is going to provide dinner today uh, between the hours of 4.30 and 6, and that's New Life Church in North Little Rock on Crystal Hill. And uh, Friday, Saturday, and Monday, they're going to provide lunch and dinner. Lunch is 11.30 to 1. Dinner, once again, 4.30 to 6. And then on Tuesday, they're going to provide lunch only from, from uh, 11.30 to 1. So New Life Church, Crystal Hill, and North Little Rock for uh, victims of the tornado and uh, first responders and volunteers. You can get by there and get a prepackaged lunch or dinner that New Life Church is going to provide. Yeah, it's always awesome to see uh, the countless people that are stepping up and helping out when people need it the most, for sure. Let's go ahead and jump into what's trending in the world of sports. 
What's Trending in the World of Sports is sponsored by Arkansas-based West Rock Coffee. Join West Rock Coffee and their 1.5 million coffee farmers around the globe as they fuel Arkansas with great-tasting coffee, tea, and water delivered directly to your business. Contact them at westrockcoffee.com or 833-886-JAVA today. All right, what's trending in the world of sports? Masters going on right now, and yeah, it's all about Victor Hovland. Uh, he's seven under as uh, he's taking care of business. And uh, Yeah, I might want to fix that. Yeah, there was uh, on the ESPN score ticker on the leaderboard, somebody just got 18 over suddenly, or 18 under. I was like, nope, I don't think anybody got that. So I had to fix that. But Victor Hovland's still leading the way at seven under with Xander at five under and Adam Scott also at five under, all three golfers through 16. So keep you updated on that. Uh, also in some other news, and the NFL thought this was pretty fascinating, but he's an interesting character as it is, but uh, the Dolphins' Tyreek Hill says he is going to retire from football after his contract ends in 2025. He says, I'm going for 10 seasons, man, as he'll be 31 years old. He says, I'm going to finish out the contract with the Dolphins, and I'm going to call it quits. I want to go into the business side. I want to do so many things in my life, bro. So I really want to get into the gaming space. I really want to get huge into that. And that's kind of what I'm doing right now. I'm using my platform, creating a gaming team, which hasn't launched yet. Should launch by the end of this month. I'm just going to like sign different content creators, different athletes. I've been working on that and talking to different sponsors. That's great to have a plan like that. And uh, he's someone that already does some things outside of football, having a podcast and uh, different platforms. And you always see him all over social media. So that's great for him. Yeah, the fact he's got a plan and also uh, the fact he's going to be continuing to follow his passions. If you got a passion for something... Uh, go along with it, and I think, of course, he's got a passion for football and playing it, and he's really good at it, too, but uh, having a plan is very important as well. And uh, in college basketball, we know that Bill Self was dealing with some health scares as the season came to an end. Arkansas was actually able to defeat Kansas, but Bill Self was not coaching due to the, some of the heart issues, but he has reiterated that he has no plans on stepping away as the Kansas Jayhawks coach or retiring anytime soon. He says... I, to be honest, I haven't done a lot since the Big 12 tournament, but I am exercising almost daily. I don't know if you guys believe this. They told me that I need to improve my diet and exercise more, <laughs> but I feel totally fine. My energy level is probably back to where it was prior to the episode, but not where it's getting ready to go, I believe. I know, think sometimes we don't realize we don't feel well until we actually don't feel well and then know the difference. But I'm in the process of feeling well again, so I'm excited about that. So good to see Bill Self is going to be back and with Kansas and uh, and I guess it goes to show you, it's like, you know, when, especially when you get up there at the age of 60, it's not like it's really old, but taking care of yourself is very important because those types of things will happen and it'll wear on you if you don't take care of yourself. Yeah, he missed the team, and the uh, team missed him in the Big 12 tournament and NCAA tournament. Yeah, so hopefully uh, with his new lifestyle of health and diet and all of that, he'll be able to continue coaching for many years for Kansas because I know they definitely would like that too. We have other headlines, but we are up against. We'll get to those in the next hour as well, but it's Trash Talk Thursday. We're going to have Andrew Hutchinson of Best of Arkansas Sports. He's going to give us the latest up-to-date information on transfers for Arkansas, who's visiting this weekend, what it's going to be looking like, and what's going down. You won't want to miss it, so stay tuned. We got the second hour of Out of Bounds coming up next. Registration is now open for the 2023-1037 The Buzz Spring Golf Tournament, Monday, April 10th at Rebsman Golf Course, presented by Tito's Handmade Vodka. Sign up your team at 1037thebuzz.com. This is the Pigskin Preacher, bringing you the word. When you were a kid, was there anything cooler than the bat signal? That large projection lamp that casts silhouetted shapes of a 